Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the Arkham Files, an actual play Call of Cthulhu RPG podcast featuring Donovan Bollard as Dr. Simeon Kantstanjevitz. All right, guys, give me this brick. I'm going to throw it through a window. Sam Morrison as Major Frederick Aloysius Bakersfield. They didn't call me the actor in the war for nothing. <laughs> Abel Morrison as Officer Billy McConnell. He's only been dead for a couple hours, and yet he looked days dead. Seth Morrison as Tallahassee Turner. I gotta practice my getaway driving for the first time ever. Peter Morrison as Dominic Drunkard. I'm begging you, please just tell my friend the truth. There's always mysterious murders around here. Welcome to Arkham, buddy. Now grab onto some dice and your sanity. Let's roll. Yourselves for combat. Remember, stay calm, stay focused. This is it. I open the door and throw it open. Okay, so as you start pushing the door open, it slams shut as somebody from the other side slams into it, slamming it shut. We push hard on the door. We push hard. All push on it. Who's all pushing on the door? Me and Billy. You guys cover us. All right, we cover you. Several figure figures approaching you from down the hallway. Me and Billy push hard on the door while those two push. Dom, push. Okay. All right. So, uh, Dom Drinkard and Billy McConnell, I need you guys to make a strength roll. Or just give Billy. You can choose one of you to make the roll, but you can roll it with advantage. Hey, what do you got for strength? I got seventy. What do you got? I got seventy also. Oh, okay. Which one's doing it? 
Hey, Abe was there Pete first. failing, so. <laughs> Pete. Yeah, but Pete needs a success. All right, Pete. Uh, I want to see Don. So, Billy, as Billy's shoving on the door, uh, I'm going to fight it. And the door slams him. shut. Dom notices this, and he sprints you got and this. just runs you off, got this. slamming into the door to help Billy on, as he's seeing these figures approach from down the hallway as it appears more and more are now starting to converge on your location. Don't bring card. I rolled an eight. Yeah! yeah. What the heck you got? I rolled a 98. And an eight. Oh, wow. <laughs> so without the bonus die, well, I would have rolled a 90 with your crappy dice. You keep yeah, rolling. I need to stop using wow, these guys. Dude. These guys those are, out. I need to go get Sammy's dice jail or dice uh, jail or whatever we gave him for his birthday. These you guys are hit some huge rolls, and everybody's rolling like under ten. Speaking of huge rolls, I uh, smiting a blast the foul one. Ooh. Um, Mr. Mr. Uh, Tom Gandalf Newski. Are you well? No. You were. You mean the bombs running down bombs. the hallway? Yeah. I just turned around. Bum rush them. Well, these guys are smashing through the door. You were looking down the hallway. I want to push him up against the wall with the force of the power, so we can hold him still to put the medallion on him. So your experience with it is it just exerts like a large blast of force, not necessarily like a continuous force push that would hold him. Blast the hobos down. We can pin can them. Can I down. blast all the hobos since it's down the hall? Blast you can hobos. blast in that direction for sure. And it'll, if you it'll, want it'll a smiting all blast. Of them? Uh, Make you it can extra foul. Aim it in the direction of the most hobos or most inmates that you can it's see. The fattest. Is there a fat hobo that if I push him, he pushes the rest back? Make a luck roll. <laughs> what is it? I succeeded 15. Freaking guy. <laughs> okay, there is a substantially corpulent inmate that happens to be at the head of this raiding party. As okay. he's stumbling towards you, shuffling, shambling in his waddling manner. You hear down the hall. Dr. Simi, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Tallahassee's behind them. <laughs> uh, what is What does it take to, to cast Smiting so Blast? So it's one one. magic point per 2d10 strength and then 1d6 sanity. So I know, so I can use, um, so I'll use the rest of my magic points. Okay. Which is, um, I just used one, so I'm at 12 magic points. Holy crap. And, and I just need to do 1d6, so let me do my sanity first. You're gonna use all of them? Yeah, I'm doing them all. I don't. What, what am I gonna do with it after that? Blast more hobos uh, as we make to the wizard. Yeah, you, you need command of the wizard to get out of Soyland, maybe sometime. Oh, do like true. half of them. No, I'll do. I'll keep all but two. Uh, I like it. Blast. Okay, yeah, you can do all but two. So it's one d6 sanity. Yeah. So here's my d6 sanity. Two. Thank heavens. Ooh. Two. Yeah. That could so have been interesting. I'm, yeah. I'm down to 32. Okay, so Dr. Simeon, if you are spent if if you are in fact spending ten magic points yes, sir. for this, you get to roll two D ten for every magic point. So that is going to be twenty D ten. Yes, sir. To see the force of this spell. Alright, here we go. I got ten D ten in my hands. We'll do this twice. Well, you got them all. How many baddies are there? Keepa? Um there's one large overweight one in the front. <laughs> and then um, there are four behind him. Ooh. 
Oh, jeez. So five fatties. No, just one fatty. Just one. <laughs> one overeater. Okay. And four baddies. Inmates. Just one that eats his feelings. Yeah, one fatty, four baddies. <laughs> All right, here we go. First, first, ten, first ten dice. Okay, ten. Seven. Eight. So 18. 28. Uh, 38, 48, 58. Uh, 63, 70, 77, 84. That's the first. first. 84. Yeah, 84 for your first. Okay, 84 total for the first roll. So, 10. 10 20. 20. No, that's a 7, sorry. You can't. Oh, yeah, it's a 7. 10, 17. 18, 24, 28, 38, uh, 43, 47, 51, 60. 60? Yeah. 84 and 60. Okay, so 144 total. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. Weeds. Do they just, uh, like, turn into goo? Yeah, they just turn into mist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as you turn around, bend over, and rip your smiting blast of the foul one. Of my foul one? Yeah. He's really beefing our defenses. <laughs> All right, so Dr. Simeon, what does casting smiting blast of the foul one look like? Well, I uh, I get into my karate stance. Okay. Okay. Fist down, elbows bent, and I go, shibadoohoo, and I put both my hands out like, yeah. you know. Like a Kame, like Kamehameha. A, like a Kamehameha. Yeah. Tiger style. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I just let it loose. Okay. As you draw in all the force within you. All the, there's, there's rubble and stuff floating around yeah, me. Yeah, spinning it starts around rising me, the wind, up just, yeah. off, like the dust starts rising up off the ground. Mm-hmm. As then it like sucks in towards you for a second and then you do your tiger style punch it goes dead silent for a second like all Mm -hmm. the breath and air was taken out of the room and then all of a sudden this explosion comes out of me (laughs) it goes super cyan simi style okay i have golden long hair at the end of it and you're beautiful gorgeous um my suspenders are now golden hearts instead of red ones okay so does Tallahassee have to run away from my blast? I got thrown through the window. Okay, so I want you to roll <laughs> two more d10, please. He leaps over. All right, here we, here we go. Nine right. and ten. This guy seems card. like a guy that's that would be named Bingo Marsh. So I got a nine out of the two d10. That's the card. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right, you, of course, slaughter him on your opposed roll. (laughs) So, when the target is struck, an opposed roll is made uh, using the spell strength versus the con of the target, which is what we just did. And you got a 9 out of 144. Um... If I'm interpreting that correctly. So that's an extreme success. He's immediately just driven off his feet and thrown into the air as his eyes roll back in his head. So here's the next part of this that you're going to like. The target is always pushed away from the caster for a distance in feet 
equal to the strength of the blow minus the target's size. So, I, I have these character cards that I chose. And this one, the size was 45, which didn't seem to fit for this large person. We'll kick it up to 60. Um, sounds but good. 60, we'll go to 70. Yeah, that sounds... Yeah, big, big. He's a big boy. This this hallway from this moment will be known as after this event of this great forceful blast was always known afterwards as Midnight Alley, where all the foul things where happened. all the foul things happened and so much death and carnage was wrought as this blast ripped through the night. <laughs> so this guy's a big boy. His size is we're going to give him a seventy in size. Um, but then he's pushed back a number of feet equal to the spell, strength of the spell minus the size, which is going to be 64 feet as he's blown backwards. Is there 64 feet left in the hall? I don't know if there is. So what happens when he hits the opposing wall? So Splat. That's why they call this Midnight Alley. (laughs) (laughs) Where all the foul things happen. Um, As you... As the force blasts into this uh, large man running at the head of this group, he smashes into the guys behind him. Everybody goes flying like bowling pins as this bowling ball goes rolling down the hallway. Uh, and he goes just rolling down gets, the alley. Yeah, goes rolling down the mid. The bowling ball rolls down the midnight alley. <laughs> As white-clad inmates go flying. Strike! Strike! Thanks, Santa. He's blasted all the way back to the door to the stairwell. He smashes through that door and goes flying through and over the rail of the stairs. As you hear him hitting off each railing on the way down, falling down to the first floor. <laughs> so how much damage did you take? So, from that? Bingo Marsh <laughs> is no more. As the rest of these guys are falling, stunned uh, in the midnight alley of this hallway. Tallahassee comes running up to the edge of the hallway, and I'm like, "What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you just see an enormous fat man go flying through the air past you. The force was so powerful, it ripped my shirt and just kept the suspenders there. Yeah. He comes running around the corner, sees me in my suspenders. He's like, no, 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 no. Not again. Not again. <laughs> Get them. Get them for the ferryman. Go So this all happened simultaneously while you were unlocking the door and you got the door slammed back in your face by the force of a figure on the other side. Um, so Billy McConnell, as you're pushed back and you're 
you're scraping your shoes against it. You're, you're shoving with all your strength against this door as it's as it's moving slightly, but not enough to get in. Uh, Dom Drunkard notices this and just sprints into it, slamming his shoulder, adding his strength and weight to the force of your push into this door. And the door bursts open. And as it does, the two of you look in to this room and you see Tomaszewski, Randolph Tomaszewski, his red hair uh, glinting in what light there is. Tomaszewski stumbles back, falling to the ground inside. You see a stark white room with padded walls featuring only a bed and a toilet. It's almost disturbing to see something so mundane and so bright and even peaceful for the horrors that have been perpetrated from here. This place seems to be the home of contradictions though as the next contrast hits you, the contrast between the nondescript whiteness of the room and the shockingly bright red mess of hair from the head of the man sprawled on the floor. A man that has traveled through the worlds and unseen roads killing at will, now looking terrified at his, as his last bastion of security has been breached once again by the same barbarians who had come before. So is he looking pretty intimidated and scared from my mighty blast? You blasted the other direction. I know, but how did he not see it? You know, you're, like, you how are, did he not see it? You are almost you surprised and shocked a bit after the sinister, intimidating nature of the shadow man, the fairy man that has been haunting and terrorizing Arkham killing indiscriminately, or I guess not indiscriminately, but killing at will and seemingly unstoppable. At this point, now you just see the thin, wiry frame of Randolph Tomaszewski huddled on the floor as you hear him saying, No, 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 no! You're not supposed to be here! The game isn't over yet. You were never supposed to make it this far. He he said, he said it would break you. That you wouldn't have the strength left if I took it all away from you. Oh, no, 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 no. It wasn't supposed to happen like this. Who said that? Who's he? He said, he said that you... You wouldn't have it. You wouldn't have the courage. You wouldn't have the strength. You wouldn't have the spirit. If you were, if you were broken, you'd be broken. I go supposed punch to him be in broken. I punch him in the nose and ask him to answer my question. Who is he? I turn around and lock the door. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> Gotta wait for Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, quick question. Who has the medallion? I have it. Okay. So I enter the room. Okay, so Simi and... Bakersfield, as Bakersfield, as you see Simeon just unleash something that you've never seen before and blast all of these figures down the hallway, clearing a path and giving you some space for a moment. Uh, Bakersfield, you then turn around and rush into the room that has now been breached by Billy McConnell and Dom Drunkard. Who Dr. All, Simeon? Who all knows Command of the Wizard? Just Billy and I. Billy. 
Command him to tell us who who's behind it. All right. Watch the door. I cast Command of the Wizard. Okay. He succeeds. Uh, what do you, uh, what do you say? Um, Tomaszewski, tell us who put you up to this and told you we'd break. Does that cost me one sanity? Okay. Uh, yes. Yes. One magic point, one sanity, and then, um, roll a pow. How strong is Tomaszewicz? Yeah, just tell him to put the medallion on. No, we need to find out information because okay. uh, this isn't over. All right, Billy, make your pal roll. Okay. Can do that after. Here's the pal. After he's dead? No, we'll put the medallion on and then ask him. I rolled a 16. No, the medallion doesn't kill him, just binds care. him. <laughs> Billy rolled a 16 out of 91. <laughs> what what beat, level? Beat that. What, that oh, my that's gosh. Extreme. That's an extreme yeah, success. Yeah. Yeah. My sir. Extreme. I rolled a 67 and I'm not going to tell you what Tomaszewski's pow is why not because I don't have to Um, but it is not it is a lesser success than what Billy McConnell has achieved you can be a real child sometimes Alex (laughs) so Billy McConnell as you command Randolph Tomaszewski to tell you who it is that told him these things you hear him struggling, and then he grunts out, Corbett! It's always Corbett. He's always the one. He told me. He said, if I went after your family, he would break you. He would stop you. It would be the best way to hurt you. If I took all your family away from you. I shoot him. <laughs> no, I gotta shoot him. I gotta shoot him. Just I'll shoot you first. Gun battle between me and the major. Man, what do we do? Um, I restrain. I... Sorry, did I make it to the room? Um, if you're rushing that way, yeah, you can. You are running past stunned inmates sprawled all over the floor like bowling pins. Ew. Um, I restrain Thomas Shusky. Can I do that? Yeah. Like fighting maneuver? Yeah. Didn't okay, we roll some psychology Why? checks? Because I don't want him to do anything. On Corbett. Here, I hand you my net. Yeah, we did on Corbett. With the medallion. I think we failed yeah, most did. of them. Um, but we did. No, you succeeded. Yeah, we yeah. did succeed when Tomaszewski was there and, um... He seemed like he was su- trying to. You pull succeeded it back. on a d- another one though too, if I remember. When you were asking if he was telling the truth about, um, I asked. But that was I. I rolled a psychology to see if he was BSing us because I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if that's going to be helpful. All right. So I'll, I still want to restrain him no matter what we do. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. So I'm gonna fighting brawl. Tomaszewski. I'm using different die. Thank heavens. That's going to work. And I rolled a nine. Jeez. Which is an extreme success. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Yeah, that beats him. In your face. So he's trying to struggle, but the dungeon card runs up. He grabs him, pins his arms behind his back. He's holding him down. I start tickling him. And (laughs) Dr. Simeon starts tickling. (laughs) Tallahassee, you enter the room. 
Uh, though there was a commotion of inmates stirring down there. I also help Dom hold him, and I tell Simmy to lock the door as soon as Tallahassee gets in. All right, is Tallahassee here? Yeah, did I did I make it in to yeah, hear yeah, all of yeah. Okay, yeah, you you made it to into the room. But did I make it in to hear all that? Uh, no. Okay, so I'm coming in. Tallahassee, he says Corbett you're, is you're the one You're coming in as, as uh, Dom is wrestling him to the ground. And hey, Tallahassee, did you see what to, I did out there? Pin him. Did you see what I did? I looked did like, that. Looked like Midnight Alley out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Um, I do remember you guys rolling uh, psychology checks on Corbett. Uh, yes. I don't remember exactly what he said, so... Does anybody have those notes? I mean, that's kind of important. I don't necessarily want to give away or not give information that you guys should have right now. I thought Because you guys have some pretty huge decisions to make right now. I thought that we failed. Uh, I thought when we did psychology, when we were trying to find out if he was on the up and up, we failed. I was finding out if he was on the up and up with... with, What's his face in the room as a shadow? I remember, I remember that, that, and we succeeded there, and he seemed like he was uh, really actually nervous that Thomas Shepherds was there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's so we know that he was trying to fool Thomas Shepherds, but is he fooling him now? Like, see, I have a I have a memory of somebody casting it uh, or. Uh, role in psychology when we were talking about the medallion and I thought we got an answer as if it was BS or not. And do you remember what that answer was? I thought it wasn't. I thought he was telling the truth. Yeah, I think that's what I remember. That's what I feel like is right. Okay, so as you guys are doing this, you see this happening. Um, Tomaszewski's struggling with Dom Drunkard, though Dom Drunkard pins him on the floor. Uh... You suddenly see uh, he's, he's struggling. He's trying to fight you off, Dom, and then he goes still. And those of you watching actually see his eyes roll back in his head. Uh-oh. And Billy McConnell, the radio flares into life. All right, get the medallion on him. We got to get this cast quick. All right, I, I run over and I slam the medallion down upon him, wrapped around his neck. Okay, Dom Drinkard. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I want you to make a pow. Oh. <laughs> I blame you three for okay. this. So you're right. You got the, med- the new dice. You're good, you're buddy. Putting the medallion on him. 
Yes. Okay. Nice You're stomp is nice. Pressing it to his skin? To his skin. Okay. To his diamond skin. And are skin. you saying the incantation? Schnibbity! Schnibbity! <laughs> I think this is a mistake. I think it's going to be a trap. This is going to be your first trip to Soyland. Pack light. <laughs> you might show up naked, by the way. <laughs> I hold on tight to my shovel. Okay. I fudge. <laughs> I rolled two tens. Two tens? I rolled two tens dice instead of a tens oh, dice. Okay. A regular dice. That's ten hundred. So it's I'm ten hundred. <laughs> it's ten times ten. It's a hundred. That's a mega fail. Okay, so uh, as you guys see this, um, and the radio flares into yeah, and the radio flares into life, you realize what's happening, and suddenly you see Dom Junkard as his muscles start to tense, and he starts to shiver. Major Bakersfield, you rush in, you press the medallion down uh, into his shirt, pressing the medallion against the, the skin of Tomaszewski's chest. Major Bakersfield, you start speaking the incantation. Yes. Okay. Schnibbity, schnibbadoo. He starts saying schnibbity, schnibbadoo, shabbadi, shabbadi, schnibbadaya. I failed. And what he's speaking are, though, unfamiliar words to you, to you all, you do recognize the unholy, unearthly, odd alien cadence and pronunciation that seems akin to a lot of these spells that you have learned throughout your adventures here. The Shuby Taylor sounds right. The Shuby Taylor. Yeah. I uh, um, carve a symbol onto his forehead with my knife too. Uh, you need to do one of these things at a time. I use the other hand. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, Dom Drunkard, you start feeling cold wash over your body. Uh, as the edges of your vision start to fade, you start getting that fuzzy feeling as your vision tunnels and tunnels down into a point. Um. Uh-oh. Bye, Dom. <laughs> Alright, and I want you to make a luck roll. Me? Yes. Come on, Pete, come on. Alright, my luck is pretty terrible. You succeeded. I did. I rolled a 20... A 20. Okay, out of what? Out of 32. Nice. Okay, so Dom, as your vision starts to tunnel, and you start, and it's going black, and you, you know the feeling of passing out. You've, uh, you're no stranger to this feeling and sensation. But you are a stranger to the strange... A uh, constellation of stars that appear to be rushing towards you out of the darkness that is now overtaking your vision. But with a stroke of luck, Major Bakersfield finishes the incantation with the medallion pressed against his chest, or pressed against Tomaszewski's chest, and suddenly you feel your consciousness returning to you. And you see consciousness also return to Randolph Tomaszewski. <laughs> Schnibbity, schnibbadoo, 
Schnibber die, Schnibber dope, Schnibber die, Schnibber du, 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 Schnibber die, Schnibber du, Schnibber die, Schnibber du, Schnibber die, Schnibber die, Schnibber die, Schnibber die, Shuts his eyes again. He squeezes his eyes shut. And then, no, 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 no. Okay, I'm coming. No, I gotta get it. And he tries, he squeezes his eyes shut again. And nothing is happening. He's thrashing now. He's thrashing. He's panicking. I punch him in the stomach. You're behind him. <laughs> I'm holding him. I can do this. <laughs> well, all right. I'm on top of him. Okay. Yeah, you're on top of me. No. What did you do? What did you do? Corbett betrayed you. No. Randolph. No. He gave us the medallion. What medallion? What is this? What is this thing? You are cut off from Soyland. No, no, no. That's all I had. That's all I had. Corbett screwed you over. I'm the ferryman. I'm the ferryman. We chopped off your shadow body. <laughs> we chopped off your shadow body. <laughs> be here. I can't be here. I'm the ferryman. You won't be here for long. I pull my trench knife out and I stab him in the eye. No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, game over, bitch. <laughs> 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 wow! I love it. I love it so much. Major Bakersfield, is this what you're doing? Billy yells in the background. Freddy, no! Yes. Okay. This is for what's your wife's name again? That's dead. He doesn't even remember. <laughs> Yeah, her name's also Beth. It's Elizabeth. Elizabeth, Beth, Beth. <laughs> Elizabeth, Beth, Beth. Okay. So as you see him, you're struggling. Dom, you punch him. Oh. You're holding him back. You're arguing with him. Tomaszewski, now he's, he's ranting about how he's the ferryman and he can't be here. He has so much more. He's bringing the river of no, blood. No, 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 no. Okay. Shut up, Tomaszewski. Shut up. No, it's over. It. And then before any of you can really react, you're all in, you're shocked as Major Bakersfield, who's still pressed down against Tomaszewski, holding him to the ground, his hand pressed over this medallion on his chest, reaches back into the sheet, into his sheath, pulls his trench knife out and stabs it directly into Tomaszewski's eye. No! Bakersfield, please! <laughs> Tomaszewski lets out a, sh a, a scream as the knife goes into his eye. Bakersfield drives it down until the screaming stops. And Tomaszewski goes still. Major, what have you done? What did, what did you do? I killed him. <laughs> <laughs> do you have, do you have any idea what you've done? I put a stop to the madness. You we put a stop to Tomaszewski. He obviously was put up to it by Corbett, and who, who knows who else? Wait, what? 
He's the puppet. I didn't hear that part. And you cut his strings when we could have climbed up them and found out who was holding them. Bakersfield, we Bakersfield. Already know who was holding you might them. have just killed all of us. Corbett's holding them. We got everything we need out of them. What the hell? Give me that key. Give me that key. Corbett's room. Give it to me. What do you need it for? We gotta go. We gotta go. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I hop off. Uh, I hop off of Dom and Kamashevsky, and I go running towards the door. You're right. We got a job to do. I feel like he should be rolling sanity That's after true. stabbing a dude in the he face. Is. He's about to. Uh, Major Bakersfield, I need you to make a sanity check. I hurry and reach in his pocket. Meta host. All right, I hurry and yeah, hand I probably the key to should have not meta hosted there. That was fine. I was already planning on it. Well, doesn't Pieta do a sanity then just, too? Because he, someone just got stabbed right on top of 21 him. Twenty-one out of thirty-one. I didn't want to interrupt your guys' whole. <laughs> I'm as sane as I've ever been. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. Twenty-one. You succeeded. All right. I need you to roll a d6. What? It was justified. You stabbed him in the eyeball. I've stabbed many Germans in the eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't call me Mr. I stab you in the war for nothing. I rolled a six. Ooh. <laughs> I flee in panic towards Corbett's room. <laughs> okay, you're going to lose six points of sanity. I need you to make an intelligence check. Oof. All right. Wait, what, why does he lose a D6 if he succeeded? Because he would lose the D10. Way worse. All right, what am I rolling? Intelligence? Yes. Yes. Uh, oof, I succeeded by three. <laughs> oh. He spends negative three luck. He gains three luck back. How okay. much luck do you have? Uh, 48. Dude, spend some luck so you don't go I don't think you crazy. can spend luck in reverse, can you? It's not a luck roll, it's a or it's an intelligent roll. Wait, yeah, I this... know, but he wants to spend luck to fail the roll. Oh. Exactly. Yeah, but a fail is a success in this case. So he can spend luck and go up to 61. So he's going to have a bad amount of this. Yeah, I don't think luck works that way. So as he does this and you guys are yelling at each other, uh, screaming back and forth, having this argument, uh, Tallahassee yells out what he did, uh, what he said a moment ago, and Bakersfield, you see the wheels turning in his head and they click and something just snaps and he jumps up and rushes past you. Uh, I guess the door's locked, isn't it? Yeah. He slams up against it. the door. All right, you can make a strength check. Try and break yeah, doesn't it. Uh, uh, McConnell have the keys? Uh, Simeon no, has I it. told Simi to lock the Remember? door. Remember? Billy, yeah, he okay, told Billy so to Simi's lock it. He told the, Simi to lock it. Simi's got the keys. Slide of hand him out of his hands. <laughs> make your strength row. I just unlocked the door for him. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I mean, do you unlock the door? Like... You guys well, are all just to, been, sitting in here. Well, like after he's yelling, I'm like, if I have the key, my my, which I forgot, then I would be going to Corbett's right now. Okay. Because we know it's Corbett's, so I would have unlocked the door already. Okay. So as you hear that, you all jump up. You you see Bakersfield rushing, uh, Simeon. You turn around. You start unlocking the door. Uh, it takes a second. Uh, as soon as you get the key in the lock and you twist it, Bakersfield shoves you out of the way and throws the door open as he goes sprinting off and sprinting down the hallway. Uh, as he turns the corner, you guys hear several gunshots go off as Bakersfield runs off um, ahead of you. Gunshots? No. Do I still need a roll for a bout of madness? No. He just assigned this you This is a your bout of madness. Were the gunshots from him or could yes. we Oh, okay. As you, as you all are leading, or exiting the room, running up behind Bakersfield, you see him 
uh, just firing uh, at every figure in the hallway, the ones that are Jeez. getting up, trying to look around and, and gather themselves up, uh, still trying to uh, recover from the blast. Is he paranoid? Um, What's his bet? Or I guess, do we not know? This is the this is the form his bout of madness has taken. It's just something that I've decided. Any person that's moving in the hallway, he's just firing a shot at them with his 1911 as he's running down the hallway. He shoots one guy lying on the ground, starting to get up, hits him in the head. He drops. Another one who's standing, leaning against the wall, turns to look at him. He shoots him in the chest as he runs past. He fires a couple other shots and misses the other people in the hallway as the rest of you are sprinting off after him. Well, I go and gra- I'll go and grab a... I go help Dom up from under what's-his-face. Okay. So you're grabbing Dom, you're picking him up. Tallahassee, you're behind Bakersfield? Yeah, I ran with okay. him. So Tallahassee, you're running behind Bakersfield, and you're seeing Bakersfield just... Uh, just going mad. I take the trench knife out of his eyeball, and okay. I follow... I want it back after. <laughs> <laughs> I take the medallion. Okay. Bakersfield, that's not Corbin. Those aren't Corbin. We got to get Corbin. Go. Bakersfield is just, he, he's just ranting. Uh, Billy, commander the wizard, we're out of it. Um, actually, no. Bakersfield is not ranting. Bakersfield is dead silent as he's rushing down here. You see, you're starting to see a glimpse at the warrior that was honed on the fields of battle through these numerous wars he's been through. Why he achieved the rank of major. As he rushes, he kicks one guy down as he's starting to get up and he shoots him in the chest. Another one comes rushing at him from a hallway and he grabs him and throws him across to the other side. Shoots at him twice. Uh, Rushes another man standing in between him and the stairwell as he just shoulder checks him and smashes into him, throwing him over the railing of the stairwell. Get out of my way! It's going full John Wick, huh? (laughs) As Major Bakersfield is running, running towards the room of Bernard Corbett. Bakersfield, come on, man, get a grip. You've lost it. I have not. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm doing. Billy. That's not my voice. I yell down the hall, Billy, <laughs> commanded the wizard him out of this. You can't, I'm too far away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Billy's running up behind. Uh, Dom and Simeon are the ones that are the farthest behind since uh, Dom was on the ground and Simeon went and helped him up. So he's helping him up. He's helping you guys get out and rush down the hall. Since Dom also still isn't exactly at his peak physical form here. Yeah, since I was, he was shot, shot today. Like yesterday. <laughs> so uh, you're a little ways behind Billy. Billy's trying to catch up. Tallahassee, Tallahassee, you're not far behind Bakersfield. Bakersfield, you're running. You're, you sprint down the stairs, taking him two, three at a time, stumbling a little bit here and there. Uh, you make it down to the bottom door, which did you lock? No. I okay. left that one open. Right, you did. You did leave that one unlocked. I asked you specifically. Bakersfield. Throw it open. As you throw it open, uh, he throws it open. He goes rushing in, rushing directly towards uh, Bernard Corbett's cell. Uh, Tallahassee, as you come out behind him, a few things that you notice is the form of a nurse lying on the floor. Not moving. And a guard nearby, also lying on the floor, not moving. Uh, as you see Bakersfield taking that hallway, uh, 
He runs past the first one to the second hallway B. He turns down it. You're following behind him. You rush up. You see before Bakersfield makes it to the end. You see already that the door at the end of the hallway on the right is already open. I turn and run for the front. Okay. Bakersfield. Uh, as he, he stops for a second looking in there. He's gone! And then immediately turns and starts following, rushing after behind you. Tallahassee, you guys are both running out. You run out into the hallway. Running down the hallway, you throw open the doors to the main reception area. You don't see anyone around. Sorry, can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Did it look like the nurse and the guard were killed? Or were they just... Were they lying in blood? As you didn't see past? any blood. Okay. They're just lying, out. not moving. Uh, as, the two, as the rest of you come out of the stairwell... You come in, you see what I just described, you see the two bodies lying on the floor. Um, do any of you guys stop to check on them, or...? Um, yeah, is it, I can't see uh, Tallahassee or Bakersfield. They've already come uh, around. You do, as you're coming out, you see them. No, they're... You, you make it to... Uh, you make it out into this hallway just as you see them going through the, the main entry doors out into the reception area by the front of the sanitarium. But Tallahassee's in front because... Yeah, because Tallahassee... Baker was all, all the way yeah, down the... Field. Tallahassee's oh. in front now with Bakersfield behind him. Okay. But as I see these two bodies lying on the floor, I have the thought go through my mind that it's already too late, that I think Corbett's gone, so I do stop and check on him. Okay. See if they're alive. Uh, so as you come up, you check... Yeah, the nurse, they are, they are both breathing, but they're unconscious. You don't actually see any wounds present on their bodies either. They just seem to be sleeping. Are either of them Corbett wearing somebody's face? <laughs> <laughs> it is, in fact, Corbett wearing the face. You did it. You solved no! it. Yes. You beat me. Yeah, nobody's wearing anyone's face. All right, I leave them be and go looking for Bakersfield. Is one of them putting lotion on the skin? One of them's doing what it's told. <laughs> they're all. They're both very well lotioned, as you can tell. Yeah, it looks okay. like you do what you're told. Tallahassee, you come out into the reception area. Uh, there's nobody there. You see the front door is hanging open as the rain falls outside. I run out there. All right. Tallahassee, you run outside. You don't see anyone. The road appears to be clear. The grounds appear to be clear around you. And you don't see any sign of Bernard Corbett. He played us. I should have seen it coming. I knew it. He played us. Do a spot hidden or a listen or something. Maybe he's still on the grounds. He doesn't have a car or anything, does he? I'm going to do a spot hidden. Go ahead. 57, success. Okay. You're looking around. You're checking every nook, every cranny. You're shining your flashlight around, hoping to catch something. But you don't see anything. You don't see ah. anyone around. It's cold and dark and empty. Bakersfield arrives behind you. He's looking around. He doesn't know where to run. He runs one direction for a second, then turns and runs the other. And then he just stops near you. Oh, crap. Corbett! <laughs> um, I, do I, when do I, do I get there soon? I've been chasing the whole time. Yeah, the rest uh, of you come out. 
Does Bakerfi Bakersfield look like he needs to be subdued in any way? Does he still look like he's got violent rage in you his eyes? Me. He's got <laughs> too much adrenaline. He, yeah, he has a look in his eyes in his eye that you've never seen before. It's like Harry. You've seen him in go into eye. violent mode, but nothing like this. Do you guys see? Did you guys? Did you guys see Corbett anywhere? Yeah, no. killed him. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, you killed him? Uh, well, then we need to get back to the cul-de-sac now. He's going back. Um, are you trying to subdue him? Um, well, he's only got like four hit points. Unleash the beast. I was going to smack him in the head with my shotgun. Knock fast, him out. Catch it. <laughs> <laughs> I rush up and command the wizard, but I don't know if there's really any point. No, he hops in a cab driving by and takes off. Um, he nets a cab on the so way out. Tallahassee, as you're kind of eyeballing uh, Bakersfield, like trying to decide whether or not you're going to bash him with your shotgun, uh, Bakersfield looks at you and he sees you doing this and he aims his gun at you and shoots you three times. Whoa. What? You hear his 1911 go off. goes... You dodge uh, it. <laughs> though you hear the sound of the bullets ricocheting off of Tallahassee's diamond skin, they knock you back with the force of the blast. Bakersfield, come on, man, get As you grip. stumble back a little ways as he hit you from point-blank range with the fire of, of his 45. Major, what are you doing? Ah, shooting you. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you and he looks at you in the eye with his one eye glaring at you. And his eye patch, his though his one eye almost as dead as the eye patch, and he just says, oh. "Don't." I commanded the wizard, uh, Major Bakersfield. Don't. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you say? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> um. Don't not shoot you. All right. <laughs> no, don't not not shoot me. Oh wait. <laughs> um. Gosh, I want to say like release him from this from the spell. Um, Come back or something. Yeah. What would work? Return no. to yourself. Chill. <laughs> there we go. I say, calm down. There we go. I'll just say calm. Calm your tits. Be calm. calm <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> calm his tits. <laughs> All right. So Al, I'm at um. You only 31. Have... 31 sanity. You only have two magic points left, right? Yeah, and then I'm at one magic point now. But it's been an hour, so I got two. I guess I don't know if I'm rolling this since I'm out of control. Am I, should I roll the opposed pal, or are you going to roll it? Um, I got a 41 success. Okay. Um, I'm going to allow it to succeed since you are currently... Insane? Insane. I should have bonus, pal. <laughs> I grab, I, 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 I get in front of Major Bakersfield. I place my hands firmly on his tits and say, "Calm." <laughs> <laughs> so, Dom Jancard, uh Billy McConnell, you've also arrived out in front now. You see this? You heard more gunshots just before you came out. Um, and you see Doctor Simeon uh, with his arms. With his, with his hands pressed against Bakersfield's chest. Uh, as now suddenly you do see Bakersfield shake his head and blink for a second. And then his previously 
tight, intense body, then slouches. As whatever life was now pushing him and drive and rage has gone out of him. Calm your tits! Calm your tits! Calm your tits! You back, Major? (laughs) You just shot Tallahassee three times. He did? I didn't notice. I stay silent. I don't respond. Either way, we gotta get going. Boys, we gotta get out of here. All them gunshots, all these dead bodies, we gotta go. Corbett's gone. We gotta go. Fellas, we're, yeah, we gotta gotta go. Corbett's gonna go and after, Corbett's going after my wife. Head towards the car. Yeah, let's go. We gotta, we gotta jet. I think we need to head back to Simmy's. Okay. So you guys rush back towards Tallahassee Turner's car to hopefully track down and find some hint at the trail of Bernard Corbett. So Major Major Bakersfield, you feel just so much. There was something driving you, and it was just pushing you, and you had one thought in your mind to find Bernard Corbett to finally put an end to this to put an end to him and then Dr. Simeon spoke something to you and the rage was gone and all that was left was this emptiness and cold and you're just standing here in the rain in the dark and wondering so Bakersfield you realize that the deed is finally done and once again you have eliminated the threat and ended the horror for future victims the weight of Everything that you've put off, ignored for months, in order to keep going, to keep doing your job, doing what has always been your job, the one you were so good at that they promoted you all the way to major, and a box at home is full of medals they pinned on you in one grand ceremony or another, and called you a hero. But, if you are such a hero, worthy of so many awards and commendations. Why have you lost so much? Why can't you save the ones who are closest to you? Even after you thought it was all done and you were leaving the war forever, somehow, war found you. A strange and alien war against what seems to be evil itself. And that war did what war always does. It takes. And even when it seems you have nothing left to give, it takes more. There are no real heroes. Just people who did what they had to do and then died before had a chance to leave them empty, broken and lost. You've avenged all that you've lost 
But you learned long ago that it doesn't fix anything. It doesn't bring anyone back. The ravings of the madman from earlier ring in your memory again, as they have since you heard them. To be or not to be. Not to be alone. Better alone. Is that really the truth? Is it better to be alone? To not bear this burden of loss? That the sparks of light have really just made the darkness seem more dark? Is that what this life is? Is that what our fate is to be? With our only reward, that big sleep that comes at the end of it all. But, as you look at the faces of your friends around you, your newest comrades in this never-ending war, you see the glimmer of light that has not yet faded. It reminds you of Lizzie's light, the one that always seemed to push the shadows away, no matter how dark they got. And the next part of the bard's old speech comes to mind. To die, to sleep. To sleep, perchance, to dream. And I, there is the rub, Major. For in that sleep of death, what dreams may come. For when our sun has gone down, and the long night has finally come, might there still be stars? And maybe, just maybe, even the dream of remembered starlight is better than darkness.
songs like you You were meant to shine But now some of us Have to tend to the lines I wonder if you know Here in the spaces between Sometimes you shine so bright That you shine on me I've been all along the way I hear everything But don't got a lot to say If you found your dream Well then maybe I found mine Songs and static Across the radio line Is you somebody Living all the life you can that background noise on the street Hey, that's just me I'm just the radio man Oh, man Oh, man I'm just the radio man Someday I'll be gone Someday I'll be gone Someday I'll be gone, gone, gone So shine, shine on Shine, shine on Nobody miss the static when there's a song You don't know me, but I've been all along the way hear everything but don't got a lot to say but if you found your dream well then maybe I found mine the songs and static across the radio line is you somebody living all the life you can you hear that background noise on the street That's just me I'm just the radio man Oh man Someday I'll be gone I'm just the radio Sometime later, all of you are grouped up, like you usually are, back at Dr. Simeon's house, speaking over the various events you've just been through, maybe a few days from the escape of Bernard Corbett from Arkham Sanitarium, though by what means 
Everyone seems to be very confused. In the amount of time you've had, you studied the pages of the spell that you took from Corbett before you left. Now that you've had a little time to decipher the writing, it is in fact a spell of binding, a medallion of binding and an incantation to bind someone. But essentially really what it is, is something that separates somebody from their connection to the forces of magic. And once this medallion has been bound to that person, it can't be broken even by taking them off. The medallion must be, the spell must be broken from the medallion by somebody else casting the spell, or the binding of the medallion is transferred to another. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> we gave Corbett his power back. His magic. That's how he got out. Which now, with this realization, a lot of pieces fall into place. As to why had Bernard Corbett with so much power and magical abilities just been sitting in Arkham Sanitarium all this time? if he had the power to leave whenever he wanted. To simply command anyone around to open his cell and release him. And realizing that somebody had bound this to him first. And from investigations in Bernard Corbett's cell, found inside were a jewelry-making kit, a chain, and a metal medallion with no inscription upon it. As you're all having this conversation, there's a knock at your door, Dr. Simeon. And as you answer it, standing in your doorway is the familiar figure of Goodman Gray. As he looks at all of you and he says, Gentlemen, it appears that we once again have a mutual problem. And for whatever reason, you all seem to be the ones that know how to get things done. So perhaps maybe another alliance? You and your gumption, as you call it, here and our resources to finally put an end to our mutual annoyance of Bernard Corbett.
Hey everybody, thank you for listening to this episode of The Arkham Files. It's me, Alex, your keeper of arcane lore, and bees. That's right, keeper of bees. No, not the bees. Ah, they're in my eyes. Ah, my eyes. Boy, Nick Cage, he's a national treasure, right? Okay, sorry. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode, the finale of The Radio Man. Thank you for sticking with us through this wild ride. Uh, it's been crazy. I can't believe we're actually finally finishing up with it. It's been uh, a long road to get here, which I hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you enjoyed all the twists and turns, the laughs and thrills and chills of The Radio Man from start to finish. Uh <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to throw this uh, little last outro update together right now. Real off the cuff. Um, so I got some extra noise. I apologize for that. My family is out in the living room listen, watching Lyle Lyle Crocodile. And my daughter is educating my wife on the finer points of Attack on Titan. And one of my sons is currently sitting under my desk playing Roblox. Hey, Lockie, why don't you say hi? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for listening again. Uh, just updates on the show and what we're looking at for the next little while. Uh, we're going to be taking a break. We're coming up on the holiday season for us. It's Thanksgiving in a couple days here in the States. And then Christmas coming up after that. So we'll be taking a little bit of a break. Um we, you know, we've been talking about maybe doing a quick little D&D one shot again that we might be uh, throwing together and putting out at some point soon, maybe sometime in this break. No guarantees. Don't hold me to that. <laughs> uh, but we do have we we're planning on putting out a, a doing a gaslight episode, a scenario on Call of Cthulhu around the beginning of the year. So we're working on that. Going to put that together soon. And um next season season five of our main story thread here is going to be sometime in first quarter of next year once we get that rolling out so stay tuned for all of that um if you locky <laughs> zip it <laughs> trying to get through this if you guys heard him say there's bees in my eyes anyway Lachlan <laughs> uh, there's going to be a little break on the main thread here for the show but we actually have a lot of episodes on uh, bonus episodes we're publishing on Patreon and there's not actually going to be a break in those for the next while we have a bunch of stuff already edited and ready to go or at least recorded and we're editing and getting ready to publish those but we've started publishing uh an original scenario that seth ran called hotel del mar uh we published the first episode of that the other day so the second episode of that's going to be coming out pretty soon and then we got uh what's in the cellar we got another one called ocean of solitude so we got a bunch uh down the pipeline for bonus so if you can't wait for 
the regular show to pick back up again, then head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Arkham Files and sign up over there and get access to all of that bonus content and more to come. Uh, we have a ton of bonus episodes in the back catalog, by the way, including our other show that we do called As a Psychologist, where we... Uh, analyze the show and talk about various things. And we go over the scenarios we played and our feelings on the various episodes and things like that. So, you know, kind of a behind the scenes type of show. Uh, it's cool. We like it, you know, Oh boy, what a recommendation. So, or if you want to look like us, get some merch at our merch store at arkhamrpg.com where we got a lot of cool stuff there. We got stickers, hats, shirts, uh, nice glasses, I believe. Uh, there's great stuff. Anyways, check it out. So, again, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. It's, I mean, you're the reason why we do it, why we put the show out. Um, we love getting feedback from everybody. So, keep sending that on social media, feedback on the episodes, you know, share it with your friends. Uh, that's the stuff that keeps us going because it's a ton of work to really put the show together and to edit and everything. So, when we know that people are out there listening and enjoying it, then that gets us pumped up to keep going and keep making more episodes. So yeah, thanks everybody for your feedback. Thanks. Huge thanks to our patrons. And I can't say that enough. We don't say it enough, but giant thanks to our patrons on Patreon. Oh yeah. And speaking of patrons, we actually have a whole big list of new patrons here that I need to give shout outs to. So let's see. Here we go. Uh, we got... Emily Morrison, uh, thank you, my dear sweet niece, <laughs> for signing up. We appreciate you. We're all, you're awesome. We miss you, by the way. Uh, why don't you give, uh, keep in touch with your old uncles out here? I haven't heard from you in a little while. Uh, anyway, and then we also have Hayden Kyle. Uh, Farber Hayden, my boy. Uh, we've interacted with him on our Gilded server, which is another cool benefit of uh, patronage. Uh, so that's, yeah, Hayden. Thanks. Nice to have you aboard. Uh, it's been cool hanging out with you on Gilded. Uh, we got Frederick Talbot, which, yes, that's definitely your name, even though this has a bunch of weird characters in it. Frederick Talbot, uh, welcome to the Arkham Files. Thanks for jumping on board. Um, I'm not sure with a lot of people if we have also interacted with them on uh, on Gilded yet, because not everybody's, you know, everybody will have like a screen name, so... Uh, I apologize if I don't also shout out you for uh, hanging out on Gilded. So, uh, yeah, but Frederick, thanks for signing up. We got Philip Larson, which is spelled very Scandinavianly. So, uh, ahoy to you out in the cold northern territories, if that's where you're from. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyways, Philip, yeah, thanks, buddy. Uh, Brian Kaus or Koos. Um,. Oh man, <laughs> we're so bad at shout outs. And now it's just me <laughs> fielding them alone, showing my terrible name pronunciation. Brian, uh, you're awesome. Thanks uh, for signing up and welcome to the Arkham Files, Agent Brian. And we got Agent Darren Murphy. Uh, oh, D Murph. Yeah, D Murph. I know D Murph, bro. Yeah, welcome aboard. Welcome to the Arkham Files. Uh, then next we have A Pint of Cthulhu which is actually uh, another podcast. Uh, if you haven't checked them out, uh, they're the guys that had me on last Christmas for their Christmas special. 
which was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Uh, if you haven't checked those guys out yet, then go over and check them out at A Pint of Cthulhu. Uh, they got a great show going on over there. Uh, so yeah, shout out to my homies over there. Matt, Jay, Toucan, Cap, Josh, Cartman. Uh, they got a good crew over there, and they've got some really good stuff. Uh, some really cool new episodes, some good exclusive stuff. So definitely go check those guys out. Uh, all right, next we got Beans. Just beans. I don't know if it's like the product, beans, the magical fruit, or that's just your name, beans. Or if you're Bean from Ender's Game, maybe it's that guy. That'd be cool. Welcome aboard, Agent Beans. Uh, then we got Tom Clayton, <laughs> Agent Tom, Major Tom, Ground Control, the Major Tom. Welcome aboard. Welcome to the Arkham Files. You're used to being out in outer space. Oh, geez. Okay, powering through. Uh, then we got Nathan Diltz. Hey, that's that's my buddy Nathan. <laughs> Thanks for signing up, buddy. Uh, which is funny, because he's actually currently in our scenario that we're publishing on our patron. Uh, that's the Hotel Del Mar one that I talked about. So if you want to hear more from Nathan, which apparently he does, so he signed up for our Patreon. So, all right, buddy. Good to have you aboard. Next is Agent Dave Baxter. Um, I can't think of anything cool or funny to say about Dave Baxter. So, welcome aboard, Agent Dave Baxter. Baxter Stockman. Uh, Ninja Turtles Fly Guy. There we go. Yeah, I hope you like that. Okay, and next we have Soap Baker. Okay. Agent Soap. Baker Soap Baker. Baker of Soap. Uh, and then we have some dude. Welcome aboard, some dude. Never get enough of. Uh, okay, never. I'm ejecting. I don't know. Cancel. I'm not. Moving on. <laughs> uh, then next we have Able Strictly, which is better than Able just some of the times. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm sorry. Okay, Able Strictly, Agent Able. Good to have. Always good to have another Able. So we can replace ours, because he's the worst. That, you're off the show, Abe. Uh, then we have uh, Ethan Gillespie. Agent Ethan, welcome aboard. Welcome to the Arkham Files. Good to have you. you we're taking away your name and giving you a number. Uh, all right. Jonas Jonas Secher. Jonas Seacher. Jonas Seeker. Jonas Secker. Um, hopefully, I'm covering all the bases. Bases. Wow. Hopefully I'm coming up. Okay, just forget about it. <laughs> Hopefully I'm covering all the bases for you, Jonas. Or we'll just say my name is Jonas, which is a great wiener. <laughs> oh, geez, this is a train wreck, which is a great Weezer song. I was trying to say, but saying Jonas and Weezer kind of sound kind of turned into weenus right there. Okay, wow. Uh, and then we got Ethan Hofer. Welcome to the Arkham, Fi Arkham Files, <laughs> Agent Ethan. It's it's cool. I'm totally a host of a podcast. You guys can tell because I speak so clearly and distinction. Oh my gosh. Speak so clearly and distinctly. Sam, just edit that last thing out because that was one too many. All right, and then we have Lord Bristow, which is quite lovely, illustrious, 
name and title, welcome aboard and to the Arkham Files, Lord Bristow. We haven't had nobility here yet before. <laughs> and last but not least, we have Agent Tony Taylor. That's just a great name. That's just fun to say, Tony Taylor. So, welcome aboard. So, wow, what a list. Uh, holy cow, I butchered that and I probably sound like the biggest dummy in the world right about now. So, please don't cancel your memberships. And thanks for joining the Arkham Files, guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.